0: You know my name, uh. bitch.
1: Uh. Yeah. Hold up. The streets gave me heat, and the eagle was the thing uh. that they gave me. It's uh. the rap gorilla that still clap, fucker. Uh. Yeah. Guess who's back
2: Matt. My- Hey everybody, welcome to the Knucklehead Podcast. Welcome to episode 19 of the show, and we are back. Hope you all had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Hope you guys are staying cool out there, as we are now, officially, in the midst of summer. This is where the fun starts. Uh, Thank you guys for your patience. Uh, as far as last week went, uh, we did not have a new episode last week. My schedule got completely jacked the fuck up, and the time I usually allocate to record for the show was kind of thrown for a loop. And realistically, I could have put out an episode last week, but I didn't want to fucking half-ass the content that I was going to bring your way. The reason for that is I was I I got a minimal amount of sleep over the uh, over the course of three days. Um, and that recording time would have fell at the tail end of that. And my mind just wasn't with it. And I could have just blurted some fucking bullshit out to you guys and sent it on out just to get an episode out for the sake of getting it out. Um, but I felt like that was gonna, that wouldn't provide enough value for you guys. I feel like I'd be, you know, cheapening the podcast as well. So I figured, you know what, let's just fucking regroup. We'll come back this week with something fucking new and fresh you know, a clean slate and we're good to go. And that's what we're doing this week. We've got a special episode um, for you on the docket this week for episode 19. So what are we doing now? If you follow me on social media, you probably have heard me reference 75 hard, a multiple, a multitude of times, I should say. Um, I completed this program back in November of 2020. Um, and I've continued to go through the live hard program since then. Uh, if you're not familiar with 75 Hard, I urge you to get familiar with it, especially if you are the type of person that is looking to step their fucking personal game up, especially if you are a person who lacks discipline and is, le- and is wanting to learn how to build it for the long term. Uh, this is a program that I ran into and I immediately thought to myself, this is something that I need to do because I was lacking in a few of those areas. Um, and I jumped in head first and this program completely changed my life in the way as far as my my outlook on things, my discipline, my, my grit, my fortitude, and the way I carry things out. So today what I wanted to do was not just give you my side of the story and my experience. Um, some of you may have heard my experience, uh, you know, about it over the past couple of months or so um, since I completed it back in November. Uh, But I wanted to give you more than just my insight. So today I put together a round table uh, of myself and three other gentlemen that I work closely with, uh, Dallas, John, and Brandon. These are three guys that train at my wrestling training center. John is actually my business partner in the center. He also trains there as well. Uh, But each of these gentlemen have completed 75 hard. Uh, Some of them are continuing on to other phases. Some of them just got done. But I brought them here today to kind of share their story, but more importantly, share their insight on the program. I wanted you guys to get a little bit of a glimpse as to what the mindset was for each of these guys coming into the program, uh, as far as well as what they learned while they did the program. I think most, maybe most importantly, to give you guys some advice out there, if you're one of those folks that has seen 75 hard on social media, maybe kind of dabbled in and researching it up a little bit, maybe on the fence about thinking about doing it possibly, but you're just not quite sure what we did here during this round table was really give you as much information as we can for you to make the best informed decision, informed decision for yourself as to whether or not this program might be right for you. Um, I don't think the program is necessarily for everyone. So don't get me wrong there. I think it takes a special person to be able to, to complete it or even attempt it for that matter. Um, but I think if someone was really willing to give everything they had to this program, that it's more than able to be completed successfully. So, again, just today, I just want to want you guys to hear these different stories, hear the different insights and the perspectives of these gentlemen as far as what they got out of the program. Because I really do advocate for it. I really do think it's a phenomenal, phenomenal program. It doesn't cost anything, you guys. It's fucking completely free. Uh, the the biggest thing is. You just gotta do what it fucking tells you to do. There's some basic black and white tasks that you need to complete every day. And a lot of people just really overthink the program um, and also really sell themselves short and create fucking excuses for themselves as to why they can't get this shit done on a regular basis. And this program is specifically designed to get you out of that fucking habit. It is designed for you to get to that point where you usually make the fucking excuse for yourself as to why you can't fucking do something. But the program is there for you to push on fucking through that and change your course of thinking, change your routine, change that, that line of thinking where you always give yourself an out, where you always come up with an excuse as to why you fucking can't. That's why this program is structured the way it it is And for those people that are able to successfully get through it, they have lifelong changes for the fucking better as long as you apply the skills that you use from then on. And I liken it for, for me, when I got sober, I learned a bunch of different skills that I now still use to in my everyday life 13 fucking years later that, not one, continue to keep me sober, but two, continue to help me gain the best experiences in life that continue to help me progress and move forward. And that's what you can get from this program if you really fucking dedicate yourself, if you really sit down and tell yourself, I am going to fucking do this. There's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. This is a non-negotiable thing. This is something that I fucking know that I need and I'm going to fucking do it regardless, no matter what. And if you have that true fucking mindset, if you can really honestly think that way, there is no fucking reason why you can't complete 75 hard successfully. So enough out of me. Let's throw it to the interview here. The roundtable discussion, 75 hard with the gentleman from the Arizona Pro Wrestling Training Center. All right, guys, we got a special one today. Um, I wanted to bring something to the table that I hoped would be helpful for all of you. So today I'm joined by three gentlemen uh, that are all a part of uh, the Arizona Pro Wrestling Training Center, which is the uh, the center that I operate. Um, And these three gentlemen have completed at least... Uh, 75 hard. So some of them are in different phases. Um, Some of them just wrapped for the first time, the the first portion of 75 hard. Uh, But I want to get a chance to kind of pick their brains here and hopefully it brings some value to you to give to for them to share some of their experiences um, in running the program. So if um, today I got um, John, Dallas and Brandon all joining us here today. Gentlemen, how are you guys
3: doing? Not too bad. Not too bad at all.
2: All right. And if I could just kind of give these guys, the listeners here, a semblance of who we're talking about, um, if you guys wouldn't just mind sharing uh, your age, just so they have a general I- idea of, of, of who who's speaking. So we have Brandon. How old are you? I'm going to be 35 in two weeks. All right. And then Dallas, how about you?
0: I am currently 22.
2: Okay. And then John.
0: Um, I just turned 30 in May.
2: All right. So a varying array of ages, I would say. Um, myself, I'm 39. I completed 75 hard for the first time, uh, back in, in November. Um, but guys, I just kind of want, again, all of us have different experiences with the program. All of us have different reasoning for, for doing it in the first place. Um, so again, just want to kind of get some some perspective on your individual experiences in doing the program. Uh, but we'll start with you, John, uh, since you're the, the the one that's finished it most recently. Um, why, for you, why did you even decide to to do this program in the first place?
0: So I initially um, saw you doing the program and everything, and I I saw the changes that you made with it and how it was not even necessarily just from a fitness standpoint, but just from an outlook standpoint, like your, your perspective changed. you seemed more disciplined. You seemed able to, to balance things a lot better because you were in such a, a fire pit that is 75 hard sometimes, you know, like mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing is you have to balance and juggle so many different things. Cause I got to get all this stuff done in my regular life, but at the same time I got to do this. So you, you literally have to find a way to get it done. So initially seeing you, I was like, man, that's cool. That's awesome that he did that. And then I just had friends who were starting to, I guess, catch on steam. One of my friends from high school started to do it. And it was, uh, it was the same way, you know, he, he was really like building a lot of discipline and everything. And that was something I think I needed a little bit more in my life. I've, I've had some structure, but I could have, I could have been better. Mm -hmm. And this was a chance for me to be better with something like this. And the thing that I liked about it and that intrigued me about it so much is, yes, it's there, there are certain things you have to do, and yes, it's going to make your day more difficult, but there are ways to get it done. Like, you mm-hmm. know, the workouts, you know, you can adapt it to your circumstance and the fact that it doesn't necessarily be, have to be at a gym, you know, mm-hmm. quote unquote. It could be taking a walk, it could be, you know, uh, it could be going and walking a dog, all sorts of different things, just something to get you physically fit. And then the the reading aspect of it, too, you know, learning different things like it again not just a physical thing with 75 hard that that intrigued me. It was the whole outlook of it.
2: Yeah. And I think a lot of people have that do the program um, do so for a variety of different reasons. They either see somebody doing it and see the results like you had mentioned or they hear about the program. Um, for a variety. But how about someone like yourself, Brandon? Um, what was it, the catalyst that got you to say, you know what, this is something I'm going to tackle?
1: Um, I've seen you in Dallas do it, I believe in November. And I just wanted to entertain it because I like doing stuff to kind of challenge myself. So I figured like, hey, why not? Now, granted, I didn't know what I was getting myself into because after the first month, I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I doing this? Um, but yeah, it was just like a personal challenge for me.
2: Um, now, when you say that it, you didn't know what you were getting yourself into, you, you obviously knew the parameters of the program. Was it that you just didn't really realize it was going to be as challenging, uh, than that, that it actually turned out to be.
1: I think the challenging part was kind of getting my lifestyle to adapt to what I have to do as far as the day to day. Because you have so many things that you need to do every single day for 75 days straight. It's just hard. So let's just say if I have a trip coming, then how am I going to balance working out during said trip? Or if there were like festivals or certain things that requires more of my time versus the time that I'm able actually to give out there or put out there, Mm -hmm. how am I going to manage that? Um, So that was just one of the hard things as far as going through that. Yeah, sure.
2: in uh, Dallas, how about your situation was a little, a little bit different than everybody else's as far as yeah. uh, starting the program. So you want to kind of talk about that a little bit.
3: So it, it all started with you. Just you gave me this book, and you're like, "Hey, go read this," and I'm like, "Okay, sure." It doesn't look that big. I'll read it, and then you're like rushing me, like, "Finish it! Hurry up and finish it!" And then you just kind of came to me and said, "Okay, Monday, we're starting this thing. I'll send you what it is later." And I didn't know what I was starting. I didn't know what 75 hard was. You're just, you just kind of threw it at me. And I think I think that kind of says a lot more to like how willing I was. The fact you just said, here, do this. And I was all on board and just jumped right in, not knowing what I was getting myself into.
2: Yeah, a much different perspective because I had started it. And then I think it was like two days later. I was like, yeah. or a day later, I was like, Dallas, you're starting this thing tomorrow. And, you know, you hear a lot of people that entertain the thought of doing 75 hard, especially if you follow the hashtag on Instagram and things like that. A lot of people, I think, overthink the program and a lot of people actually talk themselves out of the program, whether it's before they start doing it or in the midst of doing it, usually after the first week. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was a different perspective for, for you, Dallas, because one, I wasn't going to give you the option to say no. <laughs> <number one. laughs> um, but I think it was also helpful knowing, and correct me if I'm wrong, that I was kind of doing it at the same time as you. So there was that accountability factor. Do you yeah. think it played, uh, played a part there?
3: Definitely, especially in like the early stages, we were texting a lot specifically about that, like giving our thoughts and like hey, does this count? Does this break this rule? Or I got to do this? Or what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of helped in the early until we really settled into the groove. Because so I think everyone after a while, it's just, it becomes habit, second nature, most of it.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and the, 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 the baseline I always went off of is like, as far as are we following the parameters of the program? And Andy Frisella mentions it in the podcast, that the, the supplemental podcast to, to the program, like for example, the exercise or the workout. And he said, if you have to ask the question, does this count as a workout? The answer yeah. is fucking no. You should, you should know right away this counts. And if it's something that you're questioning, write it off right away as it does not fucking count. And you need to get back to the drawing board. Um, but it, it, I think for you and I, Dallas, there were a couple instances there where we were kind of feeling, not honestly feeling sorry for ourselves, but maybe trying to bargain with ourselves as far yeah. as how hard the day was. Um, and I know for, for me, there was one day in particular that all my shit got delayed as far as my routine goes. And I was just texting you kind of complaining about it and kind of, I think subconsciously looking for you to be like, yeah, man, that fucking sucks. But you're like, don't be no fucking bitch. <laughs> and usually that's my role in our relationship. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck man, he's right. And I got it done. It took me till two thirty in the morning that night to get everything done, but I made sure I fucking got it done. Um, is it, would you say, you know, it is helpful to, to have that communication during the program with somebody, whether they're doing it alongside of you or just having that, that accountability partner to, you know, maybe they're not doing 75 hard, but they are holding themselves accountable in another regard. I think,
3: I think for sure, especially like, I don't think people, they hear all the physical and like John mentioned, it's such a mental task to do all of this, especially daily. And I think it helps sometimes to kind of have that other voice to not necessarily pat you on the back, but push you along and like, and like tell you that you're doing the right thing and kind of guide you, especially if they're doing it. Mm -hmm. I think it does make it kind of easier that teamwork
2: yeah, and we see that in our center every night, you know. And I, I think that that rings true, John. For someone like you, um, who nec- you didn't necessarily have someone doing it, um, with you at the same time all the way through, so you didn't have that quote, you know, accountability partner. Although we you, we would see you at the center every night and and ch- you know check in on your progress and things like that. What was it like for you, kind of being a um, you know, the lone soldier out there going to this program?
0: So for me going through the program alone, like I was just, I don't know. Like I, I would have, it would have like, you you and Dallas are saying it would have been awesome to have someone like with me, like in the, in the grind with me at the same time. But I had people at the center who had already been through it. And to me, that was, that was enough of, of a support because it's like, I, you know, I don't necessarily have you like in the foxhole right at that moment with me, but I know you're supporting me. And you and have that resource too. I, yeah. And I have resources to, to go through it. And, and, you know, not just you, like I said, my friend was going through it at the same time. Um, but mostly I wanted to, I wanted to win. Like mm-hmm. I, I saw the challenge of 75 hard and what it was. And, you know, it, it was climbing up a hill and I, I just looked at it and I was like, you know, I, th- I had thought about it for a couple months, like, you know, maybe, maybe not. But once once I set my mind on it, that like, OK, I'm climbing up this hill. There is no other choice. I'm getting up mm-hmm. that fucking hill. So, yeah. you know, I, I went through my, you know, initial 25 days and I failed on one of the tasks I, I had forgotten to read. And it was a fucking gut punch. I hated it. I, I woke up that morning. I was just pissed at myself, but I immediately got back on it just because I was I was desperate to to win this challenge just because I didn't want to let it beat me. Yeah. And Brandon, so I mean, um, the, the biggest, yeah, the biggest motivation was just like, I just, I just wanted to win. Like, I don't want, I don't want to be beat by a challenge.
2: Right. And I'm the same way. You know, if I'm taking something out, I'm going to fucking do it. I don't want to be that mm-hmm. guy that falls short. I don't want to be that guy that says, well, I'm going to do this, to, you know, be, you know be, whether it's boisterous or not, you just put it out there. And I love putting stuff out there because it holds me accountable. If I say, yeah. hey, I'm starting this today, I, deep down, I don't want to look like the fucking asshole that doesn't follow through on my word because there's so many of those fucking assholes out there. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that there's the people that fall short are, are assholes. Don't get me wrong, you know, but right. I think a lot of people fail to hold themselves accountable in those situations. And for me, I purposely put my shit out there because it helps me say I don't want to be the guy that failed, um, whether that's good, whether that's bad you know, that's just, that's just my own personal prerogative.
0: No. And, and that was a, that was an interesting perspective that I think I gained from 75 hard because um, for those who don't know uh, when I was training at the, the Arizona pro wrestling trainer, and I obviously still am, but like initially early on, I, I would have my, like, we would take pictures and we post them every night and everything. I would want my picture to be like blacked out. I didn't want ever, anyone to know. I just wanted to be me in my own little cocoon. And I'm just, I'm just focused on myself. And like, you're saying, I didn't put it out there into the universe. Starting 75 hard. um, It kind of got the wheels turning in my mind, like about different things that I need to put out there. Not necessarily in a way that's like, I want people to see me, but it's like you're saying in a way that I want people to know what I'm doing. And I have to hold myself accountable for it. Like Mm -hmm. people know okay, you're either going to, you're either going to pass or you're going to fail. And having that pressure, I think helped me have the confidence of putting stuff out there. So I would, I went up to Dom and I was like, you know what, don't, don't block my face out anymore. Like I want people to see, so I want people to see whether I'm, whether I'm passing, or am I failing, be willing yeah. to risk that, that smudge against me. Because when you, when you fail, it, it, it's a little bit of a smudge. It fucking sucks. Like failing initially at the 25 days of 75 hard, that fucking sucked, but putting it out there. It was like, okay, it fucking sucks. Now it's time to pick ourselves up and you know move forward and everything.
2: Right. It's more personal, personal accountability. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. You know, you don't have that, yeah. that, that, that blurred out face to hide behind anymore. You either pass or you fail right. and you're, it's on right. you. Uh, Brandon for, for you, um, and I know you kind of put your business out there as far as when you were doing the program, you know, you posted some things, um, You know, how was it for you? Did you have someone supportive while you were going through this? Were you on an an island by yourself? What was it like?
1: Um, So it was a girl that I'm dating and she did it with me. So we kind of held each other accountable for it um, during the 75 part and phase one. Mm -hmm. And with that, it helps so much to have somebody there saying, you know, hey, I don't feel like doing this. And then the other person's like, hey, you're going to do this because if you're doing it or if I'm doing it, you're doing it. So, Mm -hmm. we both had that. um, Had somebody go to the gym with, somebody do runs with, and then we would just kind of check up on each other as well. Like, so where are you at right now? Did you read? How much more do you have? How much water do you have to drink? So, doing that every single day was incredibly helpful.
2: Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, I I was going to say, same thing as far as phase one as well. Um, And just kind of, I didn't want to put everything out there as I was going through it. Because I didn't want people to just kind of, I guess, pry my business or ask questions or say, sure. hey, I want to do this too,
2: knowing that they're not going to do it. And it's just going to be a waste of time to say, oh, you can do it. So That whole feel good factor of them even just saying, oh, that's something I want to do yeah. with zero intention behind doing it. And they know that, but for them just saying that gives them, puffs their chest out to the, like, makes them feel like they fucking did something and they didn't, they didn't fucking do anything. And I, maybe that's a little bit harsh, but you know, like this, I'll give you guys this example, John, you just finished 75 hard last week, And I was, I saw some of your posts and there was people that were like, Oh, you're such an inspiration, John. And and you are, you absolutely are. I think anyone that does the program is to an extent, I really do. Um, But I I look at those posts and I see, or I I look at those comments and I see, you're such an inspiration, John. If he's such an inspiration to you, you should be fucking doing this. Then what's stopping you from doing it. And the answer is nothing but yourself. That's all it is. You you know, they would, I think they would, they would all love to have the praise as any of us that post our success when everyone's saying, wow, that's a great job. But I don't think a lot of these people really truly understand the fucking work that goes into accomplishing something like 75 hard. And it's, in that pro the program is structured that way for a reason. Um, and again, it comes down to struggle. There will be struggles as you go through this program. You can look at it on a sheet of paper in black and white and go, Oh, you know what? That's not that bad. And maybe for the first five, seven, 10 days, it's not that bad, but at some point it starts to fucking suck. It gets better. You know, it has its ebbs and its flows and things like that, but there are going to be struggles. Uh, Brandon, what was maybe your biggest struggle with the program as you went through the first time? So
1: I like drinking, right? Um, I do, We're aware. We're very much aware. Well, the listeners aren't aware. So <laughs> Brandon tends to drink alcohol periodically um, and to go 75 days without a drop of alcohol was incredibly hard. Mm-hmm. And again, it's because a lot of people that I do associate myself with, it's more in a party environment or in a socially well, in a social environment where everyone's drinking, except mm-hmm. for the lot in this room right now. Um, so I guess hanging around them without drinking was pretty hard. Mm-hmm. That's, you, that was one of the challenges.
2: Did you, get any, you get any flack from that, from from those folks? So
1: a few times I kind of got a red a cup, threw water in there and just told them that it was a drink so I wouldn't have to hear their mouth. So it's just hey, like thinking about it.
2: There's nothing fucking wrong with that. You're ensuring your success that way, right? Yeah. And what the fuck? They don't know what's in the cup. They so don't. what fucking difference does it make? Fuck them. And so. you did that for you. And I don't see anything wrong with that. It gets them off your fucking back and it keeps you on track. I I'd fucking give you props for doing something like that. Yeah, Dallas, uh, go ahead. No,
1: no, that's that's pretty
3: much it.
2: Uh, how about you, Dallas? What what was uh, the big struggle for you, if any, that you encountered during, during your 75?
3: So, I don't know that I struggled with anything in particular. I think it was kind of my own expectations. Like, I go to train to wrestle for four nights out of the week. I think at that point, I was going even more. But I didn't count that towards my workouts at all. Mm-hmm. So, it was a matter of getting those two workouts in before that time of the day, every day, and then losing that big chunk of time for that and kind of maneuvering everything that I got so I could get it all done in time and like not bargaining and kind of, I guess, in a sense, making it even harder, but I felt like it was for the best and it kind of helped even further, especially as with all of my particular goals in mind.
2: Yeah. That's a, that's an interesting take right there because the way you, uh, your class trains at the center that could absolutely be considered one of the 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 workouts for the day or uh, at least not the outside workout because we work out indoors because uh, it's yeah. physically demanding it, you know you guys are crushing it for well more than 45 minutes um but it says something i think about you as far as what you were looking to get out of the program where you said you know what yes i know we're we're doing this this workout at our at our training class every night but i'm not going to count that towards my personal program here, I'm going to get my two workouts in before I even show up to class. And this is just, you know, additional, uh, an additional benefit at that point. Yeah, cause at,
3: cause at that point that those workouts already like weren't optional. That was just, that's my part of my routine. That's my work. So mm-hmm. I didn't count it towards anything else. Right. Right. Uh,
2: John struggle for you. What was, uh, what was maybe the one thing that was a little bit more tedious or, or hard for you?
0: Um, the biggest thing to me was finding, uh, finding that time to sit down and read every day. Um, really? wow. Dom says, what was that?
2: No, that's, that's, a, that's surprising to me. And it, no, again, knowing you and as close as we are, that would have been the mm-hmm. last thing I would have thought you would have said, but expand on that.
0: No, just because like my, my diet, like my diet, even before that was, was pretty consistent. Like I'd have a cheat meal every once in a while. I don't have to worry about alcohol, you know, thank goodness we don't have to have a drunk John on our hands. (laughs) Um, but like meals were good. Workouts were good. I was, I was always getting like good workouts in and everything. They might not have been as consistent as they should have been or as intense as they should have been. And they picked up in 75 hard, which was good, but it's my days are usually so busy with, you know, having a full-time job and then having the training center and training to be a pro wrestler and, you know, balancing church and balancing friends and family, like finding, finding a little bit of time. And of course, you know, you want to take a little bit of time for yourself to kind of unwind and unpack your mind. Sure. So taking that time to, you know, read 10 pages of, and it's 10 pages of something, you know, that's, that's supposed to get your mind churning. So, I mean, you know, if you've, read harry potter five times and you've watched the movie five times you know obviously harry potter wouldn't even count but you already know that thing front and backwards like it's not gonna it's not gonna get your mind spinning but if you have to read something like 12 rules for life by jordan peterson or you know uh joseph campbell's the hero with a thousand faces you know or green lights by matthew mcconaughey it gives you perspectives on life you know Mm -hmm. this real world that we live in and so you have to take the time to really sit down and like read that type of stuff you know and my might take you like thirty to forty-five minutes to sit down and read, and if your time is limited, you know you have to really carve that time out. Or it's at the end of the night, and you're feeling like really tired, and you want to go to sleep, but you have to focus in and really understand what you're reading. To it's not just getting through the words and it's comprehension. You know, it's comprehension, yeah. Like that, and that was my goal with um. And the the thing that, again, if I do something, I want to really do it. And so when I'm reading the book, I really want to read it and not just like, let the words just pass. Like Jordan Peterson, for instance, I read the thing out loud just because some of his words are so packed and so big that that's the only way I can really comprehend it. It, it makes me dial in more. So the, the reading for me was the biggest challenge, but also the, probably one of the biggest benefits of the whole thing.
2: Yeah. Uh, the, I never really had an issue with the reading as far as finding the time to, to, to do it myself. But that was a huge benefit. I mean, the 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 skills and the philosophies that I learned through the books that I read, I think was the biggest or one of the biggest benefits of the program for me. And it's still something that I I carried on after seventy five hard. I was never an avid reader myself. Like every now and then there might be a book I'm like, oh okay, that'd be that'd be great. I'll check it out. But I probably hadn't read a book cover to cover in maybe ten years or so before this program. And going through mine, I think I read seven or eight books cover to cover, um, and I'm still actively reading now. Uh, but just to kind of give some more substance as far as your your benefit or your your experience, John. John had mentioned like trying to find the the time of the day to to, to dedicate to reading, and he mentioned he has the center. Not only is John a, 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 tra- a training at the center, he's my business partner in the center. so there's a lot of extra nuances that John and, and responsibilities that John has at the center rather than just training. So there would be days when I'd come into the office and John's squeezing and reading in between the tasks that he has to take care of on the administrative end for the school. Um, so if anything, it shows prioritization. You know a lot of people will oh, I don't have time but here you are trying to fit it in wherever you could and adjusting on the fly. And I think that's a very solid skill. People have to learn to develop if they don't have it already, when they're going to do this program is learn or adjusting on the fly to make things work. Is that kind of what, what you found yourself for yourself, John?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's the biggest thing of 75 hard, you know, they, when you're you listen to Andy Priscilla talk about 75 hard the main thing like he'll he'll hit about like fitness and everything like reading and everything but ultimately it's discipline it's can you find a way to fit all of these things into your daily schedule and you know there are things that come up like there were two times during 75 hard um that we had to make trips out to California to get some really important wrestling equipment um so you're waking up at, you know, seven in the morning and you're traveling all the way to California, you'd have to pack your meals for that day. You'd have to them with you. You'd have to take your book with you, you know, read, read it in there. And so it's remembering to pre-plan, like everything you're going to do, how are you going to fit this all in, you know? And, and then the reading too, like, you know, you've only got a certain amount of time. Like I'd, I'd come in sometimes like during, before training happened and there'd be guys, you know, over there in the ring trying to get their stuff in. And I'm sitting there reading the book out loud and I'm probably, I'm probably annoying the shit out of them with some of the books I'm reading, you know, but they were thankfully really good about that. And they understood. And, you know, you just find a way to get the stuff in.
2: Yeah. And the way I look at it, there should, and again, this is from a 10,000 foot view. You, we all know the tasks that we have to complete for the day to fall within the parameters of the program. To me, if you make those non-negotiable, there's no fucking reason why you can't do them. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't, again, if you listen to Andy, he says all these tasks need to be completed before you go to bed at night. So you know what you need to fucking complete. If you have it on a sheet of paper and you're looking at it, you make the decision. Am I going to fucking go to bed now before these are done or not? And a lot of people will say, and this is one of the arguments I, I, I see uh, that people that don't approve of the fucking program make. Well, lack of sleep is detrimental to your health. And and, and yeah, it fucking is if you do it over a long fucking period of time. But if you got to fucking lose a couple hours of sleep, two or three nights a week to get your shit done, fucking do it and stop being a pussy about it. And I think that's what these people for those people. They're just looking for an excuse not to do it. That's all that is. For me, like there was a couple times where I wasn't, go- I wasn't going to bed till two, three o'clock in the morning and I had to be up at six or seven o'clock and it wasn't a fucking, even a consideration not to do it because I wanted to get this done. And again, thinking on the fly and, and having to, to have that understanding that things are going to change. You know, listen, we all have this idea of what the program is going to be when we're going into it. It's going to be a bucket, not a cakewalk, but Hey, I know what to expect. But as you go through, things are going to happen that, you know, that are out of your routine or things are going to happen in, um, in your life. And you're, you're not going to necessarily know that those things are coming. So first, like I will go to go to Dallas here, Dallas, what was something that maybe, um, what did you wish that maybe you knew going in that you learned while you were in the midst of the program?
3: I think, and I was thinking about this recently, I think I didn't realize how important and how impactful it was to me until we went and did the next, we did phase one and two, right? Mm-hmm. The next two, I didn't realize how like much that had changed me and like all the skills I had gained and how important just that level of discipline can be. Cause you can apply it to all of these smaller facets of life. That's ultimately going to help you succeed. And I think it just shaped me into like an entirely different person because like I had a sense of confidence before we started that. But after I think my confidence was just completely different and just all out there. And I think since I think it's each time I go back to that and go back to challenge myself, I think it just gets better and better each and every time. Yeah. I
2: I think the confidence piece is is crucial because correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but when you accomplish this, you know you've done something that so many other people are not even willing to fucking try because it's that difficult. And that's kind of like training at our center. Like when you train at our center, you are doing something that a lot of people refuse to do because they know it's that difficult because we train the right way, whereas other places train like a bunch of fucking fairies. And again, you ta- it gives you a sense of confidence where you can be like, yo, I fucking did something so fucking hard that a lot of people run from, but I fucking did that. And that's something that you should all be proud of. Uh, Brandon, how about for you? Um, again, I'm sure you had your, your perspective of what it was going to be like going in, but what did you wish you knew that, you know, now after the fact, having done it, that, you know, you wish you knew on the front end?
1: I kind of wish I would have like, done it earlier. Um, I wish I'd have known about this. Like when I was Dallas's age, this would have been so helpful because this shaped me. Uh, mentally and physically in a way that I never knew was possible. Mm. Um, And it made so many things so much easier to kind of realize I didn't need to do. Um, To kind of piggyback on your previous question, um, I added a stipulation to my 75 heart, which was give up social media, except Instagram. I kept that, but because I was on Facebook so much, it was something that was a distraction. It was a day-to-day distraction. I found myself in bed for about 30 minutes to an hour, just scrolling, So I took out the equation and to John's point, um, my days are short. So I, if I'm working for like 14, 15 hours a day, I only have about what, seven, eight hours of sleep that I can get. Um, so I have to fit sleep in and that's not counting the two 45 minutes. That's not counting going to training. That's not counting sleep, eating, et cetera, et cetera. So I have to fit all this in. So I took out all distractions that I had. Um, and I guess just going in to piggyback on the answer, is just I wish I'd been known as far as that my frame, like I don't really need to do X, Y, and Z, and I'm not missing out on anything by giving that up. So
2: yeah, no, dead on, man. Like you like you said, I wish I had known about this when I was down. Dal- I don't wasn't around when we were Dallas's age, but True, <laughs> you, know, but, you, you know. know what I'm saying? But no, if 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 I knew about this when the program first came out. I I would be in much better place that, than I am right now. Not that I'm in a bad place now, right. but we would have had that opportunity to develop these skills like discipline, grit, fortitude, all the all these things that the program brings out of us. And I think for someone like Dallas who is is a, you know only 22 years old, um and maybe you can speak on that Dallas because you're in that age bracket, it's much different than Brandon and I who are, you know, old and decrepit at this point. Um, but for someone like you, who's a little bit younger, do you feel like it is setting you up for, for more long-term success and kind of setting a precedent for yourself?
3: I think definitely, like, I feel like it gives me kind of a leg up, almost like putting me further along than most people would. Most people, it probably takes their entire twenties to kind of figure out the, like that kind of level of discipline, especially in their entire life. Um, even people in like the athletic field. So I think for sure to have that this early is just so beneficial. I'm so lucky that I got a, got a chance to do this so young.
2: All right, for, uh, for you, John, um, was there anything for you that uh, you wish you knew going in that you learned while you did the program itself?
0: Um, That I wish I knew going in. On, honestly, honestly, man, for me, for me, no, because everything, everything I, everything I knew before I did it, I'd already seen, like I'd already seen, you know, you go through it. I'd already seen um, Dallas go through it. Um, Brandon, I think you were, I'm trying to remember. I think you were still in it at the time. And then, you know, I had other friends and everything. So, I mean, I, I had been kind of sitting and watching for a long time, kind of on the sidelines. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess if I was to say something that I, that I wish I had, I had known like during it was would be just exactly how how hard it would be to balance everything. But I mean, you know, everything's pretty straightforward. Like that's that's the thing. Like it doesn't seem it doesn't seem too complicated because the tasks themselves are not too complicated. It's just a matter of will you do it? it's, it's really simple. Like the, the program is simple. Like you don't have to buy anything. There's no pills you have to purchase or anything like that. It's literally just go out and do it. And that's a, that's the biggest thing you just have to train your mind on is it's, it, it is simple. It's not simple to get done, but the, but everything in it is simple. And you need to quit trying to like psych yourself out about it and just do it.
2: Yeah. And you're right. The, the, the tasks themselves from a black and white standpoint are very standalone and simple. You, like you say, you you don't need to, I think a lot of people overcomplicate the program like crazy that, that think about getting into it. Um, But here's the thing. This is meant to be hard. That's why it's called fucking 75 hard, which I was talking with Dallas a couple weeks ago and I was reading through the hashtag uh, on Instagram and someone had failed And they were really down on themselves. And people were telling them, oh, do this program called 30 Mile. It's basically 75 hard, but a little bit easier. It's been adjusted. And they're completely missing the fucking point that the 75 hard is the way it is on purpose for that amount of time, for the level of difficulty and as far as difficulty being, you need to fucking adjust your life to get this shit done, to build that fucking mental and physical discipline that you want in the fucking first place from doing the program. And people are just trying to find these little fucking escape routes just to get out of doing the actual hard work, which we find to be the case a lot of different times. Um, John, what would you say to somebody Cause you, again, you were in a very unique situation. You were 25 days in and you, f- you fell asleep before you could read and you had to start all over again and to, and to your credit, you started over the next day. You didn't fucking say, Oh, I'm going to take a week off and try again. So you basically almost did a hundred hard. <laughs> um, but what would you say to somebody that maybe has failed going through it and hasn't picked it back up um, or someone that, um, you know, is struggling through it right now
0: what what i would say is you need to find out you need to re-examine like where where you failed and why you know like for me the biggest thing with 75 hard was starting the day with getting something done whether it's like for me it was it was a workout and a picture in the morning I knocked out two stones right then I get my workout done. I'd get the picture done and it sets you up the rest of the day to get all that different shit done that you got to get done. So if you failed, evaluate why you failed. If you just try and like strong arm yourself through it, well, I'm just going to jump back in and you don't come in with any sort of game plan at all. I'm just going to jump back in. You'll fucking fail again. You will fail over and over if you don't attack something with the game plan. And that's, and that's the other thing again, 75 hour, like you're saying it's hard but there's ways to do it but you need to find the way to do it and and specifically you know you can find ways to do it that do work with your schedule you know we've all got different lives and everything and i know you're saying like you know make seven make yourself work for 75 hard but i believe there is like a give and take to it mm-hmm. like you can find a way to do it but you have to attack it with a game plan so if you have if you've failed one attack it with a game plan and another thing like you're saying too don't sit and wait around for the time to restart it again like if i would have if i would have just decided you know what i'm going to take a week off or i'm going to take two weeks off and then i'll start i'll start it up again i would have been completely out of my rhythm cuz even mm-hmm. at 25 days in i was i was in a little bit of a rhythm yeah. i had one small mistake though man i i forgot to read and you know what shit happens People make mistakes. I made a mistake that day. I own up to it. I, I, I should have been a little bit more focused, but I made a mistake. But just because you make a mistake doesn't mean you, you can't get back on that horse or that you shouldn't get back on that horse right away. Like that should make that's like that's like getting it was literally like getting punched in the face. You know, because you're doing this thing for twenty five days so far and you you have this goal in mind of I'm gonna get this done by this time, and you literally get punched in the face. The worst thing that you can do getting punched in the face is just sit there moping on the mat and just wondering, why me? How could this happen? You know, maybe I'll get up in a little bit. No, you get right the fuck up right away and you start throwing haymakers and bombs right away at back at it. That's the way you attack it.
2: Yeah. You're dead on man. And you, we all have the, the choice of how we react to that situation. And for someone like you, I'm glad you said that, like you caught you were catching a rhythm and you didn't want to fall out of it. So you got right back in. Um, whereas other people would sit there and feel sorry for themselves and go, Oh, maybe I don't have what it takes or oh, I'll do it again later on. And they fall to the rhythm. And before you know it, one week turns into two weeks, which turns into two months, which turns in they never fucking do it again. Uh, Dallas, how about, how about you, man, for someone that's struggling through the program or has failed a couple of times, once or twice or a few, um, what advice do you have for, for them if they're, if they want to give it another go?
3: I think above all else, it's just important to not allow yourself to bargain like at all to like be as strict and disciplined as you can with yourself. Like we talked about early on when we started was the bitch voice really resonated with both of us. And I think finding tuning that out and not listening to it at all, I think is really just the most beneficial piece. I think anything else you can't tell or force them want to do something, but if they don't listen to that, I think they'll be able to do it. Yeah. Bargaining.
2: That's the biggest piece there. Don't fucking bargain with yourself. Don't give you the, give yourself the, the ability to do that. Don't listen to the bitch voice, develop, make sure that those, those tasks that are part of the program are non-negotiable. You must get them done, no matter what. You have to do them. You don't have the option not to. Um, If you can do that, that's the core of the fucking program. Just get the tasks done. All the other challenges are supplemental. Get the shit done, Brandon. How about you? What, What message do you have for those folks?
1: Um, to piggyback off John, you know, just don't look for a shortcut. And Dallas, don't look for a shortcut. Don't talk yourself out of you know, well. If I drink three fourths of a gallon, then you know that'll probably count as my gallon, or I fail. But let me make it easier for myself next time. You know, don't mm-hmm. do that because, again, to your point, it will defeat the purpose. You're not going to find any type of change with yourself because you had a cheat day, like you cheated yourself. So, just stick with it. I'm um, just push forward. It just helps you be stronger at the end. No matter how many times you fail, just recognize what you failed in, how you failed, why you failed. And just improve on it. And that goes with anything in life.
2: Yeah, You got to do this to, to prove to nobody but yourself that you can do this. You need to tell yourself, I am going to do this no matter what. The, the struggles are going to come up. The inconveniences are going to come up. The non-ideal situations are going to occur. But that doesn't matter. I need to get this done for me. But understand that challenges are a part of the motherfucking game. It's how we react to them, which is most important. Um, Lastly, fellas, again, there's people out here that are listening to this program, listen to this episode that either um, have successfully completed it, have failed at their attempts of doing it, maybe once, maybe multiple times. And there's people that are listening to this that have been considering doing this, maybe for a short period of time, maybe for a long period of time. This is, for, this is for anyone who's entertaining the thought of doing this program, which is life-changing. I cannot stress that enough. Brandon, what advice, if any, would you give to someone that's thinking about taking the leap and doing 75 hard? Um,
1: two things. One, I would say just make sure that you're mentally prepared because it will be mentally taxing and trying for you um think about something that you will say school if you ever went to college and you knew all the work that you have to put in to get set degree and all the time you have to take all the sacrifice you have to take so think about that and apply it to yourself and your character and your being so that's how the 75 heart will be for you um as far as the people who gave up somewhere along the way or kind of like fell astray um you know and if you want to go back on it again just Realize why you did it in the first place. On day one, you chose to do this for a reason. Stick with that and hold on to that. Don't let that reason go. Use as motivation for your day-to-day for the next 74 days. And you will appreciate yourself. A lot of people will appreciate you. And the praise and compliments you get will be plentiful. So it's quite the ego boost not saying it's for ego but at the end of the day it's for yourself
2: there ain't nothing wrong with feeling fucking good about the good shit that you do you
1: know (laughs) those before and after pictures were amazing right
2: there you go (laughs) man uh dallas how about you what advice for anyone that's thinking about doing it
3: so i think the biggest problem people face is they look at things at a surface level they see all the physical challenges and the the demands it take but they don't they fail to realize to see how much it changes you. Um, I just kind of remembered the dates and we started phase one in January. So right in the middle of phase one, that next 30 days, my dad passed away. And that for anybody could have been a reason to say, Oh, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I, it, and I don't think anybody would have, would have questioned it if I jumped off of it, but it was all the more reason for me too. And I think that really helped me realize that 75 hard initially made me a stronger person. So I don't know if I would have made it through without having that kind of discipline to rebound and know I need to stay focused and keep doing things. And keeping on that kind of helped me stay kind of right where I needed to go as far as I could have fell off and went who knows where. So I think realizing that it's more than just a physical challenge, it's going to change you mentally as a human entirely for the best and I think kind of elevate you in like ways that you never knew possible. And I think, I think even if you fail, if you can talk yourself to even go for it and try that, I think that's, it's been only going to be beneficial.
2: Yeah. Again, life altering program that although you were in between phases when your dad passed away, I think you're, you're coping with that situation much differently. If you never developed the, the, the mental skills that you did going through 75 hard, um, for sure. even phase one. And people need to understand that like this goes well beyond the physical aspect. This doesn't just, Hey, do 75 hard and you get abs. You know, it's not fucking what it, that's not, that's a, that's a supplemental benefit of the program. This, this program makes you fucking sharp upstairs, and that's more valuable than anything because you can create so much more with a strong mind. But you got to have your body strong as well. They they fucking play they they go hand in hand, and this program encompasses all of that. Um, John, how about you? Um, again, being fresh off of it, you just completed it last week. Um, what would you tell or advice wise to anyone that's you know? inspired maybe inspired by you and what you've done that's thinking hey this might be something I want to tackle now
0: I would say if you're inspired by it then do it you know like if if some like if something really inspires you and inspires you to inspiration means you you make a change like I mean if you're sitting there and you're saying like John John you inspired me to do something I would hope that you're making some type of change in your life otherwise I don't really feel like I did enough, you know, like, like I, I want people to hopefully look at what I did and, and say like, man, I want to be, I want to be that, that dedicated to something, hopefully, you know, I'm, I'm going to start this, you know, because like, no matter what happens in life, like you're gonna, you're gonna have consequences for your choices. So you can either have consequences for the choices of, You know, doing 75 hard and having to sacrifice some things for the now, you know, not being able to go out on those weekend trips and having dinner and crazy like binge meals or something, have to sacrifice for the workouts, have to sacrifice for the reading, or you can choose to to have a hard time, you know, when you're not disciplined, you know, when you're, when you're really struggling to like find your way, like there's, there's great benefits for 75 hard, Uh, ultimately, like it's, do you really do you really want to have some type of life changing thing happening? Because that's what, that's what it was. It created more of a discipline for me in my life. And again, I would say like, if you really want that, you know, you need to, you need to start doing these types of things because those are what you're going to get. Like, you know, Dallas and Brandon and you have hinted, you know, like it's, it's not just about the the physical aspects it's about changing you know, how you carry yourself, how you present yourself, your mental acumen, everything like that.
2: Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people do this program and say, I'll do it. I'll get it done. And that's that. And then when you, once you do it, it's like, I can't imagine my life without this in it to some degree. Um, I didn't no, I didn't really consider doing anything after it uh, at first, but once I got through 75 hard, I knew I was going to do phase one, two, and three. I was going to do the whole live hard program throughout the year. Um, And Dallas has been followed suit and him and I will be starting phase three. um, I think in about a month or two or so when it's scheduled to start Um, there's specific timelines you have to adhere to. Um, John, are you going to continue on? Is it is phase one next for you at some point?
0: I don't know. I don't know for certain right now. So I need to, I need to uh, I'm not going to bullshit you and say like yeah, yeah I'm going to I'm going to start phase 2. Yeah, it's happening, man. Like I need to I need to look at that myself, you know, see if that's sure. something I want to do, you know? And that's and that's the thing that I would say for anyone who's like looking to do do this. Like you'll get great benefits from it. Like I got I got great things from 75 hard, but what I also got is I really need to evaluate my own accountability and under evaluate what I really want. And if you're the type of person who doesn't want to do 75 hard, it doesn't mean you're a terrible person, sure. you know, it th- doesn't mean you, you know, could be more disciplined if you probably did it. Sure, sure it does. But you need to really think about that because we had one, we had one student, Dom, you know this, we had one student who's, who was struggling at school for, with a lot of things and he was just like, well, I was thinking like, maybe I could just do 75 hard and, you know, maybe I'll jump into it. Like it, it can't be a maybe, like either you do it or you don't. And he was not in the position where he was even ready for 75 hard. You know, evaluate yourself honestly and, and figure out like, okay, am I ready for this? And if you're not make some changes in your life where you can at least be a level where you could be ready for this, you know? And then when you do jump in, jump in head first, don't be hesitant. Like think about it, you know, but don't, don't be wishy-washy once you do decide to do it.
2: Right. Once you're in there, you got the bathing suit on cannonball into that fucker. Don't be dipping your t- the pool. Uh, Brandon, you did phase, you just wrapped phase one same time that, that John actually wrapped 75 hard, um, you going on too. Are you doing the rest of the, the live hard program? What's next for you? I'm going to do two. Um, I kind of painted myself in a corner, unfortunately, like a middle corner.
1: So 75 hard. Um, so I like running uh, recreational or mm-hmm. recreationally. Um, and I ran my farthest doing 75 hard, which was, I think nine miles. Cause I get to myself as a final to see, I guess, how far I went, um, so for phase one i did 13 miles and now i'm just looking for like ah phase two that means i'm gonna have to do x amount of miles do i really want to do that uh so plus cold showers are not fun so just,
2: just <laughs> throwing that
1: one out just there
2: full disclosure <laughs> full cold showers are not in phase two so don't worry
1: all right well I think they
2: come back in phase three though. <laughs> Good God! <laughs> yeah. That's one that, that never gets easier. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, but no, as far as that, um, I look forward to it because it does hold me accountable for a lot of things. So let's just say if I'm slacking off, going to the gym, I know with that. Um, I know I have to go to the gym. So, um, I use it for selfish reasons too. So, but it helps me out graciously and gratefully. So I will do phase
2: two. Nothing wrong with doing it for a selfish reason if it makes you better overall. So never forget that, uh, gentlemen, thank you guys for joining me today on the program. Um, I have the utmost respect for you guys because you guys have done this program and not in a fact, not in a sense that it makes you better than anybody, but just having you guys close to me at the school, but also knowing what it's like to be in that trench in the midst of that program. Um, it's a, it's, it's a special bond that you have with those people that have been through it, whether you know them personally or not. And I'm just thankful and grateful that I have you guys that I spend actual physical time with that have been through the program. We can always bounce ideas off of. So super proud of you guys for what you've accomplished. Super proud of you guys, for what you're going to continue to accomplish. Um, and thanks for sharing your experiences with the 75 hard program with our listeners today. Okay, guys, there, you got it right there. You don't have to take my word for it. Listen again to those stories of those three young men and what they went through and the benefits that they received from the program. Um, and the reason, again, why I'm bringing this to your attention is I want you all to succeed. I want you all to level up to some degree. And again, that's why you're listening to the show in the first place. You are listening to this show to try to get yourself to a higher level, to improve yourself in one way, shape, or form. And honestly, I cannot, this program Is the best way to fucking kickstart that for any of you guys out there that are maybe in a rut, maybe just kind of complacent, maybe just have been getting the same old, same old for an extended period of time. I assure you, do this program and you can't go wrong. But here's the thing, you guys. Here is the thing. And especially for you you, you have to follow the fucking directions. That's the biggest key here. A lot of people will try to manipulate this program to fit their own fucking story. They'll try to adjust it and tweak it to make it easier on themselves. That defeats the whole fucking purpose of the goddamn program. Do what it fucking says and do it to the best of your fucking ability fully every day for 75 days and you will become a different fucking person in the end and it will be for the better. Before you do any of that, before you jump on in head first, two things you have to do in order to do this program successfully and get the most out of it. One, visit 75hard.com. Read the entire fucking page. Read every single fucking thing. It's crucial. It is extremely important that you do so. And two, listening to the accompanying podcast of Real AF with Andy Frisella that breaks down the program itself from his words. He's the man that fucking created it. If you don't want to listen to me, that's completely fine. Listen to the fucking guy that started it all and he'll tell you how to fucking do it. He'll give you the fucking insight, but it is up to you to fucking do it. When push comes to shove, no one's going to make you do anything. It is on you to do it. And if you can do those things, and I urge you to jump in head first and engulf yourself in this. Because if you can invest in yourself for these 75 days, the return on your investment that you will get will be for a lifetime if you continue to carry it on through. And for those of you fucking people out there, and I know some of you are listening, that you've tried 75 hard and you have failed, maybe once, maybe twice, maybe multiple times. Ask yourself why. Ask yourself truly honestly look yourself in the fucking mirror if you have to talk to yourself and ask why you failed and don't get it twisted it's not that you couldn't you you failed you failed at this is that what you want to be remembered for is that is that what you want to be remembered as the guy who couldn't fucking do it or the girl that couldn't do it although they tried maybe not to the best of their ability maybe you did try to the best of your ability for 35 days but 36 you fucking mailed it in and you failed you have to ask yourself, why do I want to do this in the first place? Because you want to be better. And here's a fucking news flash, but not if you listen to this show regularly. If you want to be better, if you want to step your fucking game up, you have to challenge yourself. You have to be challenged to some degree. And this is the fucking most ideal way to challenge yourself for 75 straight fucking days. And I promise you, if you do this program, you will leave it thinking you can conquer the fucking world. And if you believe it, you fucking can. You actually can. The ball is in your court. Are you going to continue to drag your feet and say, oh, I'm going to do that at some point? Or are you going to man the fuck up or woman the fuck up and take the leap and actually fucking do it? Are you going to tell yourself, yeah, I messed up once, but I'm going to do it again. And just tell yourself that fucking story, even though you know you're feeding yourself a line of fucking bullshit, or are you going to say, you know what? I did fuck up. I didn't go at it the right way the first time, the first two times, whichever. I mailed it the fuck in, but not this time because I deserve better. Not just for this program, but I deserve better for me. And if I can complete this to its entirety, I know that I will be a better fucking person overall, internally, mentally, spiritually, physically, when this is all done. So why the fuck wouldn't you want that for yourself? It's not that you don't want it for yourself. It's that you are afraid. You are afraid of getting out of your comfort zone. You are afraid of your routine getting all fucked up. You are afraid of things not going as planned. You are are afraid of the fact that you might jump into something and it will not be as easy or seamless as you anticipated it to be. That's the good shit. That's the shit you need. You fucking need it to challenge you. You need it to keep you on your fucking feet because that's where the most most growth will happen. Plan as much as you want. I'm not saying don't plan for sure. Plan accordingly. But you also have to be able to plan accordingly when shit doesn't go as planned. And if you can do that, you can conquer the motherfucking world. That's it, guys. Again, as always, if you got anything out of this episode or any of the previous episodes, if this is a, a show that has helped you level the fuck up, all we ask you is that you help spread the word. Screenshot the the, the episode on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you're listening to the program, share it on your Instagram, tag us at Knucklehead Podcast at Dom Vitale. Let people know what it is that you're listening to and let people know where you're getting the fucking kick in the ass every Monday morning to fucking step your game up to the next level and achieve what you know you are meant to fucking achieve. That's all we ask, man. So continue to help support the show. We thank you guys so much for listening. We're glad to be fucking back. Again, if you want to work with me one-on-one in a coaching capacity where we can focus on 75 Hard, we can focus on a variety of different things. Whatever it is, we tailor it to you. As long as you and I are a good fit, I can get you to where you want to be, as long as you give me everything you got. Hit me up, message me on Instagram, or go to my website, domvitali.com slash coaching. There you can find all the information you need about our coaching program here. Uh, that is it, you guys. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I urge you to get to fucking work, whatever, in whatever capacity that is. But most importantly, win. And win today. We'll see you guys next week.
1: Seagull was the name that they gave me. Seagull was the name that they gave me. But guess you back? And you're on a Shh. The whole thing.